Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for nuking every single social media account your niece has? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for excluding my adopted sister from family photos? I'm 26-year-old female, and my adopted sister, Allie, is 14-year-old female. The way we're related is that my younger brother, Michael, 24-year-old male, has been with his wife, Maya, 24-year-old female, since their freshman year of high school. Maya and Allie had a really bad home life, and my mom is very much a my-home-is-open-to-everyone type of person. So over that year, Maya began spending more and more time at our house, eventually bringing Allie over as well since she was always babysitting. By the time Michael and Maya were 16 years old, Maya basically lived in the guest room and Allie spent after school, most weekends, holidays, and summer vacation at our house. My mom and dad say that they love both Maya and Allie like their own children. My other siblings, 18-year-old male and 16-year-old female, also treat her like she's a part of the family. Even after Maya and Michael moved out, Allie is still at their house the same amount, if not more than she was before. Now, to preface, I have nothing against Allie. She's a good kid and I make an effort to be nice to her. However, I've never really liked how she was forced into our lives. She's not actually adopted and she still has parents in her own family. Yet my parents spend so much time and resources on her, it's ridiculous. Everyone else has started unironically calling her their daughter or sister, and I've refused. I just don't consider her to be family. Anyways, I got married recently, which is where the issues start. I invited Allie to the wedding, of course, and she came with all of my other family. When we were doing pictures of the wedding parties, I decided that I wanted one with all of my immediate family. So my parents, my siblings, and Maya, and Maya and Michael's daughter... My mom brought Allie up to come take the picture with us, and I was forced to tell her no. My mom started to get upset, but then Allie said it was okay and sat down by herself. My mom isn't a very confrontational person, so she didn't make a big deal of it, but then everyone else realized that Allie wasn't there and they got mad as well. Ultimately, we took the photo how I wanted it because they didn't want to do this at my wedding, but my entire family is ticked at me now. My mom said that Allie cried when she got home because I don't love her, which I don't. I feel like they forced me into a position where I had to do a jerk thing by forcing this kid onto me. I don't think I should have to consider her family if I don't want to. Am I the jerk? There's a sliver of me that says you don't have to embrace them as a relative or treat them as a relative, but literally everybody else in your family does. And my question is, what really is the reason that makes OP so standoffish to recognizing them as a part of the family? Is it really a technicality thing or is there some kind of emotional conflict that OP's just not going to comment about? I just don't know what Ali's done to OP, especially as what, like four years old when they first appeared in their life? to make them feel so standoffish and even considering including them. But again, there is still a sliver of me that acknowledges that you don't have to embrace somebody that comes into the home like this as somebody near and dear to you or somebody you personally consider your family. And they were also basically out of the house by that point, so I imagine most of those years they weren't really first-hand bonding with Allie. But I don't know, there's still something about it that doesn't really sit right with me. 
Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my daughter-in-law she wasn't invited since she's an embarrassment at dinners since she's a picky eater? My son's on my butt, so I'm writing here for different opinions. My son's been married for two years at this point. We get along as well as water and oil. I just keep my distance because I don't like dealing with her. She is a horrible, picky eater. I don't know why, but truly I don't care because she's a pain at restaurants. We try to go anywhere and we have to change places multiple times so she can have something to eat. She makes the waiters go through hoops so she'll have something she likes and if anything is wrong, she'll bench about it or pout in the corner. Example, she got a quesadilla removed everything on it and when it came out she sent it back because there was sour cream on the side it wasn't even touching anything and she made a huge deal about her food being wrong she doesn't have allergies either what really made me dislike her is that she complained about the food at a funeral they had a sandwich spread but went on about its gross multiple times so i had a dinner yesterday and i invited everyone but my son's wife son wasn't invited either but he was on a business trip My other daughter-in-law posted it online, and I got a call from daughter-in-law. She was ticked I didn't invite her and asked why. I told her it's due to her being an embarrassment at dinners, and I won't be inviting her to dinners. She called me a jerk and hung up. Now, my son's on my butt and I'm wondering if I should apologize or not. I don't really think OP's the jerk here. It's gonna suck, because I'm sure they're going to rip into you just like they rip into all the waiters and whatnot. But if somebody's intolerable to be with and you know inviting them is just inviting a night full of headaches, you're probably not going to want to invite them. It's for the best you just let them know exactly what's going on, why they're not invited, and embrace them if they're willing to try to do better. But considering their history, they'll probably just blow up about it and make it a big deal. This next story is... Am I the jerk for telling my mom she lied to my stepsister and doesn't get to throw me under the bus for something I wasn't a part of? It was just my mom and me, 17-year-old female, for the first 11 years of my life. Then she met Kane and they got married. Kane has a daughter, Mia, who is 8 now. She was 2 when my mom and Kane got married. So I wasn't super into the idea of mom and Kane. I liked it being just the two of us. Things were good and I didn't like Kane all that much. I guess he's fine, but he's very cocky and believes he's way more important than he is. He has talked for years about how miserable I was not having a man in the house and how I was a miserable struggling kid because I had a single mom and no dad. None of this is true, but he likes to believe it is. But anyway, he always had this cocky attitude that I didn't vibe with and I was happy with it being just mom and me. Then one day we had mine and mom's family and Kane's family over. My mom got really into filming every moment after meeting Kane, and she was recording us all that day. Then she and Kane asked me how I would feel if they got married in front of everyone, and if I wanted that. I told them I didn't, and I liked it being just me and mom. Mom recorded the whole thing. They even asked if I wasn't excited to be Mia's big sister, and I said no. Again, I was 11, and again, mom recorded the whole thing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. It was awkward. My grandparents told mom two or three times to turn off her camera, and mom just kept recording as I showed my disinterest in the idea of them getting married. Mom and Kane got married anyway, and life moved on. It's okay, it's not terrible. I wouldn't say life is better because of it, though. Still not that into Kane either. I think someone really needs to take him down several notches with the cockiness. Apparently mom and Kane told me for years that I'd really wanted us to be a family and I'd always wanted to be her sister. They said I'd given my blessing for the wedding and my number one reason was I wanted her. I think you get where this is going. Mom got the recording of the day they asked me for my blessing onto a USB with other home movies she shot. Mia was looking through mom's many home movies and saw that one and she was so upset. She asked me if I had wanted her as a sister back then, and it came out of nowhere, so I asked what she was talking about. It upset her more, and mom was home and she went to her then. Mom then told her that I'd lied about that stuff over the years, and she was so sorry she heard all that and stuff. Then she told her that they had wanted to protect her from me, and all kinds of other stuff, and to shield her from the truth. I waited until Mia wasn't around and I confronted mom and told her she does not get to call me a liar when I have never lied. I told her she was the liar and she threw me under the bus for something I had no part in. Mom yelled at me and said none of this would be happening if I had been happier and embraced our family back then. She told me she was doing her best with Mia who didn't need to have her heart shattered by me. Am I the jerk? I don't think Opie's the jerk here. All along, they've just been strung along, their input was asked but not respected, and then their words twisted and used to make them out to be the bad guy for not wanting the stuff that they never said they wanted in the first place. This is definitely the kind of behavior that as soon as OP turns 19, 20 years old and they can move out on their own, they're never going to talk to their parents or family again. Sadly, I'm sure the mom, based off of this behavior, is just going to continue to corrupt Mia and tell them all these lies about how terrible OP's been the whole time. 
Unless, of course, Mia experiences her own fair share of this twisting of words and beliefs. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to swap Christmas gifts for my family friend with my friend's girlfriend? My 26-year-old female friend Sebastian has a girlfriend, Laura. They've been together for a year. Sebastian and I are family friends, so we both know each other's parents pretty well. I get along very well with his dad, Ralph, and we'll all be spending Christmas at Ralph's place. For Christmas, I bought Ralph a travel bag and had it personalized with patches relating to significant countries he's traveled to. It's a bit tacky, but I know he'll find it kitschy and use it as a gym bag or something, so perfect for a Christmas gift. I posted about this on Instagram and Laura saw it. She DM'd asking if I'd be willing to swap Christmas gifts with her. She got Ralph a bottle of cognac. She said since Ralph has always disliked her, this could be an opportunity for her to get into his good books. As much as I understood that, I said no, partly because I took a lot of time putting the gift together, and partly because Laura doesn't know Ralph well. How would she even know about what a significant country would have been to add to the bag? It doesn't make sense for her to give it to him. Laura then got annoyed and said I should have some empathy for her, given that Ralph has never hidden the fact that he likes me more than her, and wishes Sebastian and I would date. I do have empathy and told her that, but I also think her saying that was a bit of emotional blackmail. Laura is now apparently benching about me to mine and Sebastian's mutual friends, and posting passive-aggressive things about the best girlfriend you have to worry about on social media. Sebastian hasn't mentioned it, and I don't want to in case Laura never told him. I don't want to make Christmas awkward, and I get how Laura must feel because Ralph is an intense person and you know when he doesn't like you. But at the same time, I feel like I should be able to give a Christmas present to someone I care about without being called that girl best friend. Am I the jerk? OP's definitely not the jerk. If you put a lot of effort into giving a gift for someone, it's understandable that you want to be the one to give that gift to them. They're just upset and in their feelings that you're not giving them the easy chance to look good. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to share my food? I live with four roommates and we all go to college together. I pay for all of my food by myself, and I do not eat any of my other roommates' food. Multiple times now, I've caught two of them in particular taking and eating my food without asking. I've asked them to stop and I'm usually met with, Sorry, it was in the fridge, so why shouldn't we be allowed to have it? Or something along those lines. To be clear, I always label my initials on my food in the fridge, yet they're constantly still eating my food. No, it's not a financial issue. They've bought their own food, yet continue to eat mine and not apologize. I had enough, so I put two mini fridges in my room. One for my parents' house and one I just purchased. I've started compacting my food down and fitting it between the two fridges, and lock my door when I'm not around. My roommates, even the ones not eating my food, are very upset at me. They say it isn't fair for me to gatekeep my food from everyone else. I explained that I have sensory sensitivity, which they already know, and I like to have my food for myself. They said I was being extremely selfish, and one of them even said, if you're going to live with other people, you're expected to share your food with them. I think this is absolutely ridiculous, but now I've been outcast from the rest of the roommates. They're all very angry with me and even refuse to talk to me now. I've clearly upset them, but I feel very strongly about this. I genuinely don't know what to do about this. So, am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk at all, and I'm really confused by all of these roommates' ideologies. I mean, gatekeeping your food? Your food is your food. I don't know if they all grew up in a household where you just couldn't be safe or feel safe with your food. 
But in no way do I think when this comes to having roommates, is their ideas the norm. This next story is, am I the jerk for accidentally spoiling the gender of our baby? I got the results of my NIPT blood work today, and we both agreed with the doctor at the time that we'd like to know the gender of the baby. The doctor called me while my husband was away and said that the results looked good, and she would email me the results shortly after. The email landed and I looked through the results in excitement and saw that we were having a boy. When my husband got back from work, I greeted him at the door and told him the good news. He was unhappy that I spoiled the surprise for him, and that I robbed him of the moment. He wanted us to go through the results together, which he did not tell me. I apologized and said I was just excited to know that our baby is healthy, and that we can still go look at the results together. He said there was no point, the moment was gone, and that I never think when it comes to situations like this. He proceeded to call me inconsiderate and selfish. I apologized again, saying that I didn't mean to hurt his feelings or ruin the surprise. I just thought he'd be happy knowing our baby is healthy and happy, no matter the gender. The last thing he said to me was that I'm now responsible for buying all the baby's things because I spoiled the surprise for him. It's been three hours and he hasn't said a word to me. I feel so guilty that I might have robbed him of a chance to celebrate, but at the same time, is this really the thing to be upset about? Am I the jerk? Please be honest. I mean, I guess if you wanted to have like some big surprise, I can understand how you would have kind of a balloon deflated type emotion and mindset, but this guy's reaction is just ridiculous. The whole, you're responsible for the baby now, I'm not doing anything. In all actuality, what the heck is that? OP doesn't deserve that. He keeps that up and they're going to meet their child even quicker just from the stress they're off putting. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my brother-in-law, what did you expect when my daughter didn't want him at her birthday? My daughter, 14, loves her uncle a lot, but she's angry at him right now. When we were walking home together one day, we saw an emaciated dog tied to a pole in front of an empty house. The owner must have abandoned her there. My daughter had tears in her eyes. I was already thinking of calling my wife and asking if I can bring the poor dog home before my daughter begged me. Took a picture, sent it to my wife with a couple of texts, and she said yes. When my brother-in-law first saw the dog, he said, He's probably gonna die by the end of the week. Don't know why you bothered taking him home. She teared up a bit at that. It's been over a month now and he's still alive and recovering well. My daughter still didn't want him at her birthday party though. She's still upset at him for saying that we should have left her dog there and asked us to not invite him. He hasn't apologized for his remarks either, insisting that he was only being realistic. Brother-in-law was really upset saying that I'm wrong for denying him the opportunity to celebrate with his niece. I asked, what did you expect? His wife then said I was being petty with the comment. OP's not the jerk, the daughter's not the jerk here. It sucks that it was a situation where the daughter loved the uncle, but yeah, if the uncle is just not supportive in a moment where it really could have just helped being supportive, 
then maybe this is just a moment where he showed his true colors to her and she's just having to grieve with that. Even in the situation where the uncle did truly believe the dog wasn't going to make it. There's no reason why he had to be like that, and there's no reason why he has to try to justify it saying, well, it's just the truth. If he just said, poor thing, I hope they pull through, perfect. Sunshine and rainbows would be enjoying that uncle and niece connection at the birthday party. The problem here is the uncle. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing my husband's family vacation? My husband, 38-year-old male, and I, 38-year-old female, have three kids, six, three, and one. His job requires him to travel a fair amount, which means I'm home by myself with the kids for at least one week out of each month. Sometimes it's two. Next week, a friend he hasn't seen in several years who lives on the other side of the country from us will be about five hours from where we live. My husband's decided to take three days off work and drive down to see his friend. The morning after he returns from that visit with his friend, he's scheduled to leave for a week-long work trip. When he decided to drive down to see his friend, he suggested that the kids and I go as well. This seems like a terrible idea to me for a few reasons. First, our oldest is in school, so it would mean pulling her out for three days. Second, he and his friend have plans to play golf all day on two of the days, so I'd be by myself with the kids in a town where the only real attraction, the beach, is going to be too chilly for the kids to play. Also, if I'm being honest, I'm not wild about the idea of having three kids ages six and under at the beach all day without any help. Third, his friend is traveling with his girlfriend who's in her early 20s. I can't imagine they're going to want to spend their vacation hanging out at a kid-friendly establishment. I definitively told my husband that the kids and I are not coming, and he's furious with me. I try to make the above points to him and ask him why he thinks it's a good idea for us to come, and he just keeps repeating that it would be fun. My suspicion is that he feels guilty about taking a for-fun trip the week before he turns around and leaves on business for a week. So he's trying to flip things around and make it sound like he tried to plan a getaway for us. And I refused, so he's forced to go alone. My friends have suggested that I'm being too cynical and that maybe he just really wants his friend to meet our kids. He hasn't said anything like that, but to be honest, even if that were his reason, I'm not sure that justifies packing up the kids for a five-hour car ride and hanging out in a hotel room or finding something to do solo with a 6'3 and 1-year-old in a beach town in November until they get done with golf and we can eat dinner for two hours before the baby has to go to bed. Am I the jerk here? Update, this sub is like magic. I showed him this post and the responses and it shut him down immediately. He also added, I'd already decided to send you to the spa for a day when I get back. I'm 99% sure he had done nothing of the sort, but he will now. Thanks, team. Last update. I obviously posted this in the hopes of being able to give my husband an I told you so, but I am really touched by some of the messages I've received offering support and resources related to emotional abuse. As I've said in my reply to some of those messages, I'm very lucky that this is truly out of character for my husband. So out of character that I took to the internet to make sure that I wasn't missing something. In reality, we have a strong and mutually supportive relationship that allows me to stay home with my kids, which is totally my choice, my dream in fact. I'm an attorney, so I'd always have a way to support myself if things ended. If that weren't the case though, the messages I've been receiving would be incredibly helpful. Way to take care of each other, Reddit. Well, I'm certainly glad OP had an outpouring of support here. 
The bottom line to me is if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. Even if he feels truly guilty about it, and it's kind of manifesting in them trying to be so insistent, it's definitely not fair for them to try to invite you to a vacation that makes no sense and then to turn around and try to weaponize it as a, well, I tried to do something nice for you. Our next story is, am I the jerk for using weaponized incompetence back on my son to make a point? I am so tired. My son, 15, has been messing up all of his chores on purpose. I started to teach him how to cook more complex stuff and other stuff, like proper deep cleaning, how to clean the bathroom well, laundry, think grown-up chores. He messes up. At first I thought he was just having a harder time, so I spent more time on it with him. It was driving me insane because I tried so many ways to teach him and I was getting quite frustrated. I even went to book an appointment to see if he had ADHD or something. I cancelled it after I heard him talking with his friend, bragging how he got out of his chores by messing them up. I sat him down and talked to him and he denied that, saying he doesn't get it. He went as far as saying it wasn't a big deal he can't do it. So after, I've been messing up on his stuff on purpose to show how much of an inconvenience it is. For example, forgot to turn on the dryer, so he had wet clothes. We got in an argument today, thinking I'm a huge jerk and that he knows I'm doing it on purpose. I told him that's the point, and I won't stop until he does his stuff correctly. He won't talk to me, and my husband is on his side. I don't really understand why the husband's on the kid's side here. There's no world where you want to allow weaponized incompetence to be learned as an actual tool to get out of things. The people that allow that to happen, the people who do this weaponized incompetence thing find it so easy all of a sudden, and they just become a burden on whoever cares enough to pick up the slack for them. I think OP's doing a rather important thing teaching this 15-year-old. Our next story is, am I the jerk for throwing food I knew my fiancé was going to eat away in the trash right in front of him? Context, I cook for my fiancé almost every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I leave for work and he works from home. I don't come home for lunch, I pack my lunch, and I always make sure he has lunch in the fridge. I make healthy lunches that are packed with protein since he's currently bulking. I normally like lower calorie meals but I'm trying to accommodate his diet whilst he's bulking. Now onto the problem, I constantly feel like I'm not a priority when I spend time and energy to prepare meals for us, for him. I would be okay with scrambling a basic meal together but I make the effort to actually cook so he has a full meal he can enjoy. Lately, instead of eating what I make him for lunch, he opts to buy lunch that is more calories and claims that he'll also eat the lunch I make him later, which he constantly says he loves and is his favorite but makes him too full. He never tells me when he buys lunch, but I find out when I'm home because I obviously see the trash left on the dining table. I told him how I feel about this, and he claims that he eats my food too, but also needs to buy lunch as well. Edit, but he says that for days and doesn't eat it until the everlast day before it's about to go bad. I got so fed up with this continuous cycle that I straight up threw away the rest of the lunch he didn't eat, that he said he would eat later, into the trash can right in front of him. I told him to avoid hurting my feelings, and so that I don't need to waste my energy any longer, that I was never going to cook for him again. He can eat out. I don't care anymore. He's now upset, but I've been upset over this constantly. I threw the food away right in front of him to show I sincerely mean it this time. So, am I the jerk? I think OP is the jerk here. Whether or not he's being a jerk as well and not being entirely forthcoming, 
doesn't justify taking that perfectly good food away and trying to create a stinger moment that really hurts them. I think both sides are at fault here. Him not being entirely forthcoming and just upfront about it. OP for throwing away perfectly good food just to try to be intimidating or something. This next story is, am I the jerk for walking out of an autistic person's birthday party? I, 15 year old female, have no clue how birthdays work. My birthday has never been celebrated or even acknowledged my entire life. And I've never received a cake or birthday gift before. It's the same for all holidays as well. A couple days ago, my mom told my little brother, 9, and I that we were going to a dinner party of her past students for high school graduation. She teaches SPED. We said okay. Before we went to the party, my mom told us we had to pick up a cake first. It was a cake with his name on it and balloon frosting designs. When we got to the party, my mom said, happy birthday, and handed him the cake. I was really upset and wanted to cry, but I ignored it, and it was his 21st birthday. He had graduated high school years ago. I felt really upset the entire time, watching him blow out candles, being saying happy birthday, opening gifts. My brother whispered to me asking why we were at a birthday, when mom said we weren't allowed to do anything birthday related. I said, because nobody cares about us. He said, if you ever plan on running away from home, I want you to take me with you. I really wanted to cry in that moment, so I asked him if he wanted to take a moment and we left the house and took a walk around the neighborhood. We came back when it was time to go home and mom yelled at me during the car ride. She wanted me to take pictures of the party and her, but she couldn't find me and she said I humiliated her. I told her that as her children, we should take priority and that it's super hypocritical of her to be so against birthdays, yet celebrate someone else's and even buy them a birthday cake. She told me it's because he's autistic and needs to be happy, and I said right, and we don't need to be happy, right? She told me I was being a spoiled brat. Am I the jerk for ditching? A million percent, OP is not the jerk. I mean, this is like telling your kid you can't have candy and then on Halloween, buying a bag of candy and forcing your kids to hand it out to all the other kids that come trick-or-treating. It's just cruel, heartless, and absolutely brainless. This next story is, am I the jerk for nuking my niece's social media accounts? So, a couple of weeks ago, I, male 35, had my sister, female 39, and her family, including niece, female 11, over for a barbecue. We had a pretty good time, with the exception of Niece, who was pretty much constantly on her phone recording TikToks. Slightly annoying, but ultimately not my kid, not my problem. I've talked to my sister a while ago about being careful what Niece is putting online, protecting her identity, etc. My sister brushed it off, saying that Niece was sensible enough not to do anything stupid. I figure I'd try and bridge the gap, so I ask Niece what she's recording. It's a TikTok, you're old, you wouldn't get it. I work in tech so it's not like I don't know what I'm talking about, but I decide to let it slide and do some digging later. Turns out Niece has used her full government name to register for TikTok, with links to her public Instagram with the same name, so I did what any reasonable person would do, reported everything for being under 13. Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, everything I could find. With the nature of TikTok trends? Some of the stuff on there was stuff that 11-year-olds probably shouldn't be doing and definitely shouldn't be recording. Fast forward to today, sister calls me and asks if I can have a look at niece's iPad. 
Apparently, she can't log into any of her accounts, and she's having a meltdown about it. I talk her through it, and it quickly becomes apparent that the accounts are blocked and asking for ID. I'm in two minds whether to tell her it was me that reported the account, or just tell her to submit the ID, knowing it'll get niece permabanned. So, am I the jerk for nuking my niece's social media? I mean, there might be some people out there that say you're being a helicopter uncle, but honestly, I look at what OP did here, and at 11 years old, I think they're ultimately doing a good thing to try to protect this kid. I mean, even when I was 11 years old, I was actually online all the time, but I wasn't putting my full name on everything. I hardly had any kind of social media. With how huge and discoverable TikTok is, and like OP said, a lot of the things and trends and sounds that are popular on TikTok, probably for the best to keep an 11-year-old away from that, especially when their full name and identity and private information can be reasonably deduced from it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.